0: Hello. Hi. And welcome to the latest episode of The Peak and the Pit. I'm Jazz. I'm Cat. And that was a phone noise. Didn't everyone hear it? Hello and welcome to another episode of The Peak and the Pit for Mental Health Awareness Week. How are you Cat? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm so excited. I'm loving this week. I
1: know, it's been such a good week, hasn't it?
0: I'm feeling quite inspired, I'm not going to lie.
1: I know. We've got someone amazing today as well, so... Who is she?
0: She's like the most super strong woman ever on planet Earth. I think she's... I know I keep saying the word inspiring, and I'm doing my own head insane saying inspiring, but she actually <laughs> is inspiring. So yeah. there it is again. <laughs> she's <laughs> called Emily Williams, and she goes by M's Power, which is even cooler. And I... I found Em through powerlifting. So yeah. I started following her because I was just fascinated by her. And then I remember going to a powerlifting competition, and she was there, and I was like, please can I have a picture with you? I've got a fangirl. I love, I love her. <laughs> I love everything that she's about. And we've uh, we managed to bag her on the on the podcast, so I'm buzzing.
1: Yeah. So let's see what she's got to
0: say. Hi, Ems. Thank you so much Yay. for joining us
2: hi how are you you okay i'm very well and yourself yeah not bad good, yeah good. good and you cat
1: yeah i'm good yeah very good today it's been a nice day
0: <laughs> i do think the weather makes all the difference doesn't it
2: it definitely oh it's does.
0: so nice today so um your first question is what has been your peak and pit of
2: the week so so i'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with the pit first. Uh, so um, I don't know if if everyone knows, but I had a back injury that I um, that somehow occurred about ten months ago, and now it's back with a vengeance. So the the pit is the fact that at this moment in time, I can starting from Monday. Yesterday, I couldn't squat and deadlift for the next eight weeks. So. <laughs>
0: And I know I'm how much kidding. you like to squat and deadlift as being a well, fellow powerlifter. Yes.
2: yes. So um uh, even though I'm smiling deep down inside, uh yeah, it's it's definitely a pit of the week, that sure. Um but on a happier note, um my peak of the week has been um a follower from Instagram message me um and kindly donated um basically donated her whole gym her gym setup that she had to me and my clients so that's definitely a peak of the week
1: that's amazing <laughs> that kind of leads on to our next question actually so um, <laughs> yes. you you love fitness don't you
2: as we can see from your Instagram um, and yeah. what was your reaction to gym closing during the lockdown I mean it was you know a big slap in the face I mean I would say it was initially quite tough um, because obviously fitness is all I've ever known from such a young age. Um, And for me as well, it was like seeing the defeated faces of my clients over FaceTime um, using their two kilo kettlebells or their bags of rice or whatever is that they were using at the time just to try and get it in. Um, But yeah, no, it it was, It was hard, but um, I mean, luckily enough, I managed to grab some equipment, a small amount, and um, yeah, managed to do like sessions at home. And then, obviously, once we was allowed to do face to face a few months later, um, was able to use that equipment and then travel around to see clients as well. So that was that was pretty cool. So yeah, I'm guessing it was hard for you as well, Jazz.
0: Yeah, it was just weird, wasn't it? I think I totally understood. The need for it, because Mm. I, like, I train in a commercial gym, so it's so busy,
2: so Mm. I can kind
0: of understand. And yeah, they say, oh, if you go in and just using one piece of equipment, but Mm. you end up talking to everyone,
2: Mm. and
0: like, usually when you're powerlifting, there's a group of you, isn't there? There's like three or four people that train together.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. So I, I'm totally with you there. I just found it a really strange thing. I didn't, I didn't train at home, but like, my strength has gone.
2: Really? With. Yeah. See, this is the thing. Like, it's just like well, as soon as the gyms closed, everyone was buying the equipment that so if you did not get it within the first week, you was literally, you, you was either paying extortionate prices on eBay or you just had nothing, you know? Yeah. So, what was you to do?
0: Exactly. I think it's going to be one of those things. And I've said this so many times like, when we're 60, 70 years old, we'll be like, well, we live through a national yeah. pandemic. <laughs>
2: percent, like,
0: so, but we're through 100%. it now we're out the other end gyms are open
2: yeah exactly
0: and rolling hmm. so uh my next question to you you have gym safe ladies it's like an initiative you've started um I want
2: you to explain it because it's your baby but what was the inspiration okay. about it uh so if I quickly explain it, gym safe ladies is Uh, it's like a movement or campaign dedicated to raising awareness of sexual harassment in our gyms and I guess our fitness industry and then trying to create safe spaces for women um, within our within our gyms but basically about five years ago I had a situation um, at a quite quite a popular gym um, where I was sexually harassed by a member and After this situation happened, I went through the proper channels to try and report it. And initially, they didn't listen to my complaint. Um, They didn't want to ban this member, even though he had been inappropriate to me on a a few occasions. Um, And after speaking to, like, my coach, who's still my coach now, um, and uh, other PTs that were in the gym, they were like, just take it further. So I ended up emailing the, the MD and having to set up a meeting with him so this this process was quite a lengthy process in order for them to ban this member and five years ago I guess I didn't really think too much about it I just did it and actually when I look back at the emails I said in my email that you know this is the reason why women don't come to gyms or they won't uh you know take up space in the weight section um which is somewhere where I love to be so I don't know what initiated it directly but i I, over the years i've just continually had these experiences with people in the gym where they would either undermine me by you know if i had my stuff in a rack they would come and just take my stuff off the rack and think i wasn't using it because the weights were heavy or whatever and i just thought enough is enough and um yeah just just decided to, to to launch this movement and um and like loads of people just started to resonate like they were mess. loads of people could resonate and they just started messaging me their stories of like situations that they had in gyms either with like pts members um staff and yeah I just got a group of of ladies and guys together and we did like a, a video like opening up the discussion on what harassment could look like in the gym um and how our men can like help talk out about it as well as um leaving it to the ladies to kind of because it's it's quite a difficult subject to to approach. I mean if you're so used to it daily and it's so normalized, coming out and speaking out about it um kind of feels like, you know, it's quite a tough thing to do. Um because it's so normal. So yeah, that's kind of what Gym Safe Ladies is based on.
0: I think I think yeah. most women that have been in the gym have in some way dealt with something like that. I mean I've had mm. Numerous inappropriate comments, and you just kind of like bat it off. Like I laugh it off yeah. and just think, "Oh, tell them to do one or whatever." But really, mm. it's not okay, and no. it is quite intimidating. And I find like when I used to, when I used to be able to squat heavy, um, <laughs> <laughs> you can like, still
2: squat heavy. <laughs> it
0: will come back. It will come yes. back.
2: No time. <laughs>
0: but um, I used to find people just stopping and watching and and they just like oh they're just watching they're just like because it, it's heavy but I used to then, then mm. panic and think that's really intimidating stop watching me like I don't stop and mm. watch you if someone's sprinting yeah. on a treadmill I don't stand behind you and like oh you're going fast
2: yeah absolutely <laughs> this, is, this is what I mean though it's like it's literally and it's the gawking like the leering that is honestly probably one of the most annoying parts of um of training like you know especially like being in the the weight section as a female and you know if I'm in there there may be one other woman in there and there's at least 30 people in this weight section and there's only two women you're always outnumbered you know so it it just it's that more you know you're isolated in this little section um it doesn't feel good and I think it's about educating the guys that this doesn't feel good because some of them honestly they don't know they don't know that they are intimidating they don't know that they are staring because it's so normal we've allowed it to go on this long um so there's just loads of campaigns now just speaking out about public sexual harassment which is you know fantastic and like trying to make it a crime um which it should be so yeah how does it how does it make you feel now going into gyms after experiencing what you experienced to be honest I've never I it's quite difficult for me to feel uncomfortable um I may feel it slightly but because I'm so I, my older brother trained me and fitness has run through my family since from my dad my granddad I'm confident in that area so I can only just imagine how hard it is for ladies who are not confident and that's what gives me the energy and the passion to push it because i train so many of those ladies who will not go into a weight section and who will not even want to step into a gym because of this fear um so i i know that things need to change and you know thankfully enough i've joined up with another company the um the 97 march and together we're we're trying to tackle this like head on with the gym so we've had a couple meetings with a couple chains so we've had a meeting with pure gym the gym group and you know we're really trying to push push this to change so yeah that's that's kind of where I'm at with it all
0: fantastic I think it's definitely needed so well in
2: thank you great so um how has fitness um helped with your mental health I mean it's it's a lifestyle isn't it it's uh I think the, the most important thing probably or the, the reason why I know it's so important is is due to this back injury because I've like I said I've been training basically all my life but when I got injured um and I realized I couldn't train I think for the first few weeks month or whatever I was like woohoo I've got I'm on a break you know um you know how it gets when you're always structured and you know funny have a bit break and then you realize that no, actually this is very serious um and I realised that not being able to move has had a toll um, on my mental health this, this year, especially. And more so because of everything that's been going on with like the lockdowns, no gyms, um, no real contact with people. It, it has been tough. My fa- Some of my family went off to live in Spain, so I was on my own for a little while. So not having training was, I found, incredibly difficult the point where recently I started um I started boxing I picked up boxing training which is so random but the problem is is that it was never with me and training it's never like a punishment for what I look like or it's never like I need to change what it's always been I need my body to move because my body is it needs to be functional like I need to be able to I want my body to have like I don't know this like purpose of movement you know so being able to hit being able to lift whatever it is um so yeah i would say this year more than ever i showed me and i'm sure it showed so many others how important um it is to mental health to move and to eat well yeah
0: yeah i definitely agree with that i think when we were when well that's definitely when i was powerlifting more structured and was like working up to competitions and stuff Mm. You'd get in your head that you had to train and you had to stick to yes. your routine.
2: And yes. then that
0: becomes a problem in itself. Mm. And trying to fall out of... I don't want to say fall out of love with it, but fall out of that structure was so difficult. It used to mm. eat me up if I hadn't got my heavy squat session in that week. Or yeah. if I hadn't done my, light like, shoulders. Yeah. And I think you've got to... It's got to make... As long as it's healthy for you and you're not going to yeah. totally opposite way
2: yeah
0: i just th- i do think it's helped massively i, I took up running
2: oh my god then... i've done some jogging
0: well, oh my I... god
2: my friends they laugh at me they say you're like an earthquake <laughs> 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 well you know with strength training you you've got big legs or you know yeah. you're, you're quite heavy you don't you don't know what cardio is you know? well, not I took with up power anyway
0: i took up running yeah. in the lockdown because i just thought i've got to get out and mm. now I've signed up for a marathon, so I'm doing the Manchester Marathon in October.
2: Oh my god! So just
0: wow! Because I've always said in my lifetime I want to do it, and I said I wanted to do it for my 30th birthday, which will be next year. And then after a bottle of wine or four, on the other
2: side. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I haven't actually gone back to the gym. I've um, I did a couple sessions training, um, but I guess where I now, especially I've got this equipment, I've just not. I think you know, one thing that it's shown as well is that you're able to do things outside of that establishment. And, um, and that, for me, you know what, one thing I will say as well is that when we did go into lockdown, a lot of my fellow PTs, because they did other sports, or they did boxing, or they did um, hit, whatever, they found it super easy, but I've always relied on weight. So it made me expand, like, I literally had to get creative, had to think, how can I make this work without a leg press or without a squat rack? Do you know what I'm saying? So it helped you grow. I helped me grow as an individual anyway. because You had to think outside of your normal box, your comfortable box. So, yeah, that's probably why I haven't gone back, because I just think, well, the gyms are lovely and it's great. But also, you know, my women, because I only train women, they're really comfortable training with me in my garage. So, you know, it's just us. That's Mm. good.
0: Mm. That's really good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Ems. We really appreciate it. That's all right. (laughs) Yeah. And so last minute as well. So honestly, thank you so much. I think you've you you will have inspired some women to get back into into the gym. I know that because I know so many of my friends go. Oh, did they have a ladies only bit? And I'm like, well, yeah, but we're not going anywhere near it. Thanks. Yeah. Leave the they leave the five kg kettlebell in there because they think that's all women use. And there's a treadmill.
2: this is what needs to change, though, because you know what? We're going to actually have a meeting with Pure Gym, and they they want they want us to tell them, you know, what they need to do to help women. And when I asked the ladies, they basically said that they wanted um, ladies only sections, but we can't have ladies only sections with crappy equipment. Yeah. If we're going to have only sections, they need to be with proper. They need to be just as big as the men's, the men's, and they need to have proper squat racks in there, not just some. Pink little kettlebells yeah. or dumbbells or whatever because that's not what we lived do you know before, what I mean.
1: before we end as well if can i just ask you one more question yeah um, what would your, be your advice to any woman out there that's thinking of getting into fitness and might be a bit nervous about doing that
2: so i've preached this for the longest time i always say to people and this is not because it's my business it's because this is what i did get a coach get a pt a good pt a good coach because having somebody there when you first come in um, to meet you to show you how to use things to teach you technique is so important to confidence building in that area I mean you know if you you wouldn't go to anybody to check your teeth or you wouldn't just go to a dentist and start doing the work yourself or you wouldn't go to a mechanic and start changing I don't know the pumps and everything so if you're going into an industry get a professional Um, make sure that they're good they're qualified and um, get talking with them get comfortable with them and allow them to lead the way for you because that's what I did and I I swear to God I couldn't imagine any other better avenue to get into fitness than having a good personal trainer yeah oh god I second
0: that I totally agree that's exactly what I did I remember joining the gym and I didn't yeah I literally just did the classes yeah I'll go and do a zumba and I'll go and do a, <laughs> a, a body pump and yeah. then I wanted I knew I wanted to lift weights so I remember being in a body pump class and I was like squatting mm. like more than I mean I know it was full of like middle-aged women and that but I was like yeah. oh this is quite easy I'm gonna put more on put more on. and I thought I, I quite like weight and that's how I got
2: into mm. with it because I would never have gone in a weight section on my own not a chance exactly yeah it's intimidating it's scary and I understand why because there's so many guys in there and as soon as you walk in it's yeah, you know? yeah. It's so adorable. um yeah, that would be my, my best piece of advice to any ladies wanting to start training. I think it's great advice. So thank you again, Ems, for joining us. Really thank you so much,
0: appreciate
2: it. Yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you so much for joining us on Mental Health Awareness Week. If you haven't already, then please do get yourself to our Instagram page, at the Peak in the Pits underscore podcast, where you'll find we've got a lovely little giveaway. What if
1: we got, Cat? We've got a meal and drink at Red's True Barbecue and also a meal and drink at Impossible Manchester. We've also got free cocktails and mirrors.
0: Can we win the giveaway?
2: I wish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and do join us tomorrow where we'll speak to another amazing guest with another incredible story. If you have found something we've spoken about to be triggering, then there is a 24-7 mental health tech support line in the UK. All you need to do is text, shout, to 85258 and someone will be on hand to help you talk it through. I think that is exactly what we need to do. You, sometimes you've just got to talk it through, haven't you, Kat?
1: Yeah, you do absolutely. Um do make sure that if you are struggling at the moment, reach out to someone or reach out to some of the services that mentioned.
0: Yeah, there are some incredible services and you will find a list of them on I think one of our first ever Instagram posts we listed all the services in the UK. So do just go and check them out if you feel that you need to speak to someone. Join us tomorrow, guys.
1: Yes, make sure you tune in tomorrow to find out who would speak to you next.
0: Can't wait.